0: Welcome to Feng Shui, your day. We'll discuss topics to get your home and your life in order that makes sense. You'll hear simple solutions to live with less stress, leading to productivity, better relationships, and so much more. Catherine Wilking, our Feng Shui coach, helps you to create a life you love through better function and flow. Join us for this episode and you too can have a Feng Shui day. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Feng Shui Your Day. I'm your host, Catherine Wilking, and we have an amazing guest here today, Vivian Hart. She's the co author of Self Esteem for Dummies in the Dummy series, and she's taught over 18,000 students in her online course, Get Assertive. Woohoo! She's been teaching Education to Go since 2003. She's the creator of Self-Confidence Pro that offers 12 online courses about increasing your self-confidence in four areas of life, relationships, work, setting and reaching goals, and changing your self-talk. We've got her here today. Hello, Vivian Hart. Hello. I'm very glad to be here, Catherine. I'm delighted to have you on the show today. As many of you know, I try to form a segue between feng shui and my guests' products and services, as feng shui can be found everywhere in life. Did you know, according to the ancient prophets, there are three ways in life that you can cultivate good luck? You know, raise the bar in life. The first one is about good deeds and compassion for others. And the second one is education, embracing a lifetime of learning. The third one, is about feng shui, and we'll talk about that another day. But the connection here with Vivian is all about education. It's one of the ways to cultivate good luck, opportunities, and abundance, and it's to be open-minded to lifetime learning. You see, we don't all have to be doctors and lawyers, thank goodness, but we can learn from conversations, reading, asking questions, and just being curious. By keeping our minds open for new opportunities, this can help us to make sound decisions for the future. And how lucky is that? Vivian, I just love that you co-authored a book for the Dummies series. How exciting for you. Tell us a bit about your background leading up to this wonderful opportunity.
1: Well, I have a bachelor's degree and a master's degree. And I started teaching at Pima Community College In Tucson, Arizona, after I got my master's degree, and I taught at Pima College for 10 years, and then I taught at University of Phoenix for four years. And actually, during that time, I contacted a company called Education2Go, and they have courses on all different kinds of things, from computers to all all different kinds of business things, as well as self-help things. And they gave me a list of a number of different topics that they were interested in. So I learned deeply about assertiveness. And I actually became more assertive when I wrote my Get Assertive course. (laughs) With education to go, I have an agent in California. And uh, she got a call from the dummies people. And they said, do you know someone who could write a book on self-esteem? She thought of me right away, and so I am the co-author of Self-Esteem for Dummies. I actually got it through my agent, and this is the way Dummies book works. You know, they don't take everybody's suggestions. They come up with their own ideas, and they contact their group of people to find out who can be a good author, so I wrote the book about seven years ago, and Mm -hmm. I, I loved writing the book. It was a wonderful experience, and interestingly enough, people from all over the United States worked on it. My co-authors from the, from the East Coast, uh, the dummies people are from New Jersey, editors were from different parts of the country, my agent, of course, is from California, so people from throughout the country worked on this book uh, digitally, virtually, <laughs> and it worked out fine. Good stuff. So you're
0: focusing now on self-talk and why it's yes. important to be aware of one's self-talk. So tell us what kind of ripple effects happen when we're not using positive self-talk. We're kind of spiraling into the negative. What
1: happens? Well, first I want to talk a little bit about what self-talk is. It, those are the thoughts that you have in your mind. Both those thoughts that go in and out quickly and those that you think about over and over and over again. You may be surprised that we think about 50,000 to 60,000 thoughts every single day. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, And, and you know, it's so important about these thoughts, what these thoughts are, and I'll tell you why. Your thoughts direct your behaviors and your behaviors form your habits. Your habits create your life, and your life makes you happy or unhappy. So what your thoughts in your mind are, are directly related to whether you're happy or unhappy. And so if you have negative self-talk that's cruel, that puts you down in your mind, that's judging yourself, that's mean-spirited, you're going to feel small, you're going to feel inadequate, unworthy, hopeless, all of those kinds of things. So here are some ways that people put themselves down. They, these kinds of words can make you feel powerless. I'm so weak that I can't do anything about it if you're in a situation you don't like. Uh, putting yourself down before anybody else can. You can say, no wonder I didn't get that promotion. I'm not nearly as good as everyone else in this department. I'm actually a pretty terrible employee. Oh dear. You, oh dear. you know, you people say these things to themselves. You can use a negative self-talk to get attention from other people because you're complaining so much. I'm going to cry on your shoulder because my life is so miserable. So there are a lot of negative consequences of thinking poorly about yourself. People who think poorly about themselves are usually frustrated about their life. They can't see in the future, anything better. So they're dissatisfied with their life. They're discouraged and they, they won't try anything new or different because they know they're going to fail at that too. Mm -hmm. So they don't try anything to make their life better. If, if you, Tell yourself these negative thoughts, you're going to be angry at yourself, angry at other people. You're going to get annoyed quickly when things don't work out the way you want them to. Or you might hold resentment inside, bitterness inside. You feel like a victim. Other people are harming you, other situations are harming you. And because you have such poor self image, you can't feel you can get out of them. You're always going to feel sorry for yourself. What about your relationships with other people? You're probably not going to have many close friends or close family members because all you do is talk about how unhappy you are and how terrible things are going on in your life. You you might feel nervous and worrying about what's going to happen in the future.
0: So I kind of interject here, there's, I, I like what you're saying that people drawing tension to themselves, there's people, some people like uh, drama, right, and right, it's, it's, right. it's a different kind of, a, is that a kind of a cry for help, there's always something, you know, the traffic, or my husband, or
1: those kids, or
0: the neighbors, or you know, something like that, there, they are, are they really asking for help or they're just like swallowing into this disaster drain
1: here? Right, exactly. Because when you think poorly about yourself, you generally think poorly about everything around you, everyone around you. You may <laughs> even abuse alcohol and drugs because all you want to ease, all you want to do is ease your pain. You don't want to think about your situation. You don't want to think about how awful you are and how awful everyone else around you is, how awful your job is. So you want to numb yourself. So Mm -hmm. these are ways that your negative self-talk can hurt you. You can even have physical problems from it. You can have difficulty focusing on your work, on anything better than your self-talk, difficulty relaxing, difficulty digesting your food. So all of these are problems. Even your job performance can suffer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All of these are negative consequences of having poor self-talk. That's why it's important
0: to change. That's right. That's right. Some of the things that I've talked about with feng shui is about taking charge and and uh, taking responsibility at the same time. And um uh, going back to good luck and successes down the road, I've got a little story here. Um, I do most of my work now through Zoom and remote coaching, as you all know, but this time I had a call for my services closer by. So I drove over for a visit um, and right on top of the doorframe, there was a horseshoe. Hmm. How proactive, I thought, but but it was hung upside down. And oh, no. I know. I know. This isn't feng shui. It's more like folklore. But I do understand, and I give the points for, you know, trying to to try and make something better. But some people carry a rabbit's foot for good luck, for example, and others, a lucky charm. But Mm -hmm. what does this represent? So let's pretend you wish for something to change and you instill the lucky charm to make it happen for you. Well, the power is not in the lucky charm. You know that. Mm -hmm. The charm can be used as a reminder of things you wish to change. And so... Talking about negative, let's say you wish to stop swearing so much, or maybe you're struggling to work towards a monetary goal. And this is, again, that self talk we're talking about. That lucky charm isn't going to pave the way for you, but you have the reminder and the mindset there to stay on the path towards whatever you want. And that's right. working with intention. And feng shui works with intention, too, of taking charge and getting what you want. And similar to when you buy a book. There's an opportunity here to learn more. In fact, if we live, in fact, if we live long enough, we can engage in lifetime learning, and we can be experts in so many, many ways. And that is just so cool. And um, okay, let's keep, let's move on a little bit, Vivian. What are some examples of how children form their healthy self-confidence versus a low self-esteem?
1: Well, people learn learn different things depending on their experience from their parents, their siblings, uh, other adults in their life when they're growing up. So let me give you some examples. So someone who has poor self-esteem is generally severely disciplined. With healthy self-esteem, they get kisses, they get hugs, they get attention, they get love. With Mm -hmm. poor self-esteem, they'll be screamed at and ordered around. With healthy self-esteem, they're spoken to in a polite manner. They're listened to. Uh, What they say is valued by the adults in their life. So people with poor self-esteem, they're belittled. And they're told that they do everything wrong. Whereas people with high self-esteem are praised that they they are given high and achievable expectations and praised for them when they meet those achievable expectations. People with low self-esteem and who have poor self-talk are told that if they fail, they're no good. Whereas people with high self-esteem and who have positive self-talk they're told that failure happens to everybody and they realize, okay, I'm going to fail sometime here and there. But because of that, because they know it happens to everyone, um, they're disappointed, but they accept that disappointment. If they make mistakes, they just go on and they do whatever needs to be done to make that mistake um, cured. One last one. People with low self-esteem and poor self-talk are neglected when they're children, Mm -hmm. and people who have healthy self-esteem and positive self-talk get lots of attention and care, and they're valued for who they are. Their, Their parents, other adults don't try and make them any different. They're valued just for who they are and loved for who they are. Well, I love that part. I love
0: that being a value. And um, my personal story, my sister and I close in age, she was an academic. So she spent all her weekends studying books and reading in bed and doing stuff and uh, what I wanted to do is just go out. I wanted to to run and jump and climb trees and uh, mm-hmm. tobogganing and, you know, whatever, what was going on. And and as a result, her marks were higher than mine. So I was called the stupid one. I was mm-hmm. called the stupid one for years and like eons. It was like, but I didn't listen to them. It's like, I'm not the stupid one. I'm not sitting in bed all weekend reading books. I'm going out here. So it was kind of a reverse um reverse thing, but yes, I can see how some people can really get under this uh, this umbrella of, of studying and making mom and dad proud and, and you know, whatever the goal may be. But right. it was for my personality, the logic wasn't
1: there. Heck, there's way more fun of stuff outside of the <laughs> house than there was on the well, Good Instagram. for you. Good Instagram. for you for not taking those words in and believing them. That's important. It depends who's pointing the finger.
0: So maybe it's my sister that's all messed up right now and not me. <laughs> but uh, anyway, getting back to learning more about self-confidence, how can listeners, now that we're all grown up, uh, replace <laughs> their beliefs about themselves? You know, the ones that, that everyone else helped to put yourself down. But um, how can we replace those, those beliefs?
1: You know, you just said something very interesting, and that was that now that we're adults. So in my course uh, through Education to Go, Get Assertive, this is what I tell people because uh, the people who take my course are all adults. They're uh, generally between the ages of about 25 and 55. And I tell them, you had these experiences as children, but now as an adult, You have the choice on what you're going to do with your life and how you're going to be. You don't have to believe what you were told as a child. And now it's time to be an adult who makes her own decisions. And so that's the important thing. So the ways to change from negative self-talk to positive self-talk, there are many ways. So the first one is to immediately think of its opposite. So you can say stop when you realize that you're having this negative self-talk. Say stop and immediately think of its opposite. So I'll give you an example. I live in the county away from the city. It takes me about 15 minute drive to get to the city. And so I I drive long distances um, or at least I did before the pandemic and I, Think in my mind sometimes that I'm a poor driver and I'm going to have a car accident and I'm going to be bloody and hurt. My car is going to be totaled. And when I have this thought, what I do is I stop it. And instead, I think I am a safe driver and I see myself driving safely. I see myself arriving home safe and sound without a scratch on me or the car and I think to myself, I'm a safe driver. I'm going to arrive home safe and sound. And I say that a few times to myself so that I can let that picture and those thoughts stay in my mind.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful.
1: Vivian, you've got so many
0: interesting things going on. Uh, I want to give you some time here today. To You've been an amazing, amazing guest here to enlighten us. I'm uh, How do we get a hold of you and your services? And uh, actually tell us more about your services right now.
1: On my website, selfconfidencepro.com, I have 12 online courses that you can sign up for. I also do personal coaching. And by the way, my tagline is, I'm a self-confidence pro and you can be one too. Once you learn the skills that I teach you, you can be a self-confident person in all areas of your life. The way that you relate to people, your family, your friends, your um, significant other, your co-workers, your boss. I teach you how to be more confident in all of those. I teach you how to be more confident at work, how to uh, find the right job, how to interview in a confident manner, how to request a raise with confidence, all of those kinds of things, how to speak up in meetings, how to give presentations uh, if to other people, either your coworkers or to other people like um, your staff, how to be a good manager, how to be a good leader, all of those things I teach you. I also have courses on how to change your self talk and the gift that i have for you is from one of those courses and then also how to set and reach your goals because if you want to do and be everything in your life you want to do and be then setting goals and reaching those goals step by step by step is the way to do it so i and i do coaching i do individual coaching and i also offer Uh, Sometimes I have five-day free, I have free uh, challenges on different kinds of topics. And also I have one-day workshops on different topics. So if you go on my website, you'll see the different things that I offer. I have a newsletter that I send out about every other week with articles and all sorts of information on how to be self-confident. And I also have a Facebook group, and it's at Confident Living Community is what it's called. So you're welcome to join my Facebook group, too. So your Facebook group, uh, just go into groups
0: and look for Confident Living Community. And that's uh, a private group, Vivian. They need to just uh, say, hey, I want to come in. Is that right? Right. hmm
1: Great. Vivian, amazing. So here's another way that you can change your self-talk. Instead of thinking the worst that's going to happen, you can think about what's possible. And what you do is look at the situation and name the actual facts. So instead of saying, oh, I'm so fat, I can't believe how fat I am, I'm disgusting. Instead of that, you can say to yourself, I'd like to lose 20 pounds. I know how to do it. I'm going to eat healthier foods and I'm going to exercise more. I'm going to pull out that tread climber and start working out and I'm going to make a plan on how to do it. Or I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to be toning my muscles. So make a plan and look at the facts instead of just putting you down. So here's another way, one last way, that's a very important thing to change your self-talk ask yourself, what would my best friend say? And also you could ask yourself, what would I say as my best friend to me or to another person? So let's say you made a mistake at work. You um, made a mistake on a report and your best friend would say something like, I don't think it's all bad. I, it's not that bad. I wouldn't beat myself up about it. So those are the kinds of self-talk that you can say to yourself. Everybody makes mistakes. I'm going to make sure I don't make that mistake in the future. I'm going to read it over twice to make sure it's perfect. So those are the kinds of things you can do for your self-talk to change it to, from negative to positive. Perfect. That's a great idea. So I have a free gift for all of your listeners. It's called Break Free of Your Shoulds. And this is a a short course, but it goes in depth on how to change the thoughts in your mind having to do with your shoulds. I should be like this. I should do that. I should make a lot of money. I should be married. Whatever it is that your shoulds are that you picked up from when you were a child, you need to evaluate whether those are harming you or are good for you. And so this mini course teaches you how and you can get that at selfconfidencepro.com slash shoulds awesome we're going to have that link in the show notes when we're done here
0: and i think that is a great 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 course does it have a start date vivian no nope, you can get it anytime It's ongoing evergreen perfect contact vivian to find out more Co author of the amazing Self Esteem for Dummies. Vivian, you've been an amazing, amazing guest to help uh, come here and enlighten us this morning. She's a self confidence pro and you can be one too. Check out her Facebook group and you can be self confident too. She's got a number of things on her site that will just make you thrive. Thanks so much for joining us, Vivian.
1: You're very welcome. Glad to be here. I'll see you next week.
0: Thanks for joining us today. You've been listening to Feng Shui Your Day with Catherine Wilking, discussing practical solutions for life's issues and stress-free living. Be aware of your environment, take charge, and above all, love your life. See you next week.